It's an altar, or you might call it a chuppa. Tell me, what color is the sky in your world? He might be there. Please, God, take me now. Podcasting live from Studio C at the Live and Social Network. We are not so kosher. And on tonight's podgram, we have KFC poultry inspector, Mr. Drad Bolson. Turn up your speaker and get ready for the pod couple, Bexie and Bobby. And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please welcome my potty mouth partner, Bexie, everybody. Hey, Manishma, homie. Oh, you are bilingual, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Hey, what's going on? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked, Fun Bobby. Fun Bobby, that is. Super fun. Fun Bobby, that is. That is fun Bobby. <laughs> For all those listening, Fun Bobby. Semi-amusing Bobby tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we just have some information that we want to give everybody that if you have any burning questions, I would like to send us some of your semi-appropriate pictures. Just tweet us at NotSoCoacher. And a gentle reminder to check us out on notsokosher.net and Facebook. Please like the shit out of us on Facebook. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, so if you go to our website, notsokosher.net, you just hit that big black button because we've had some issues this week because they had to kind of dump some of our shows and start all over again. Right? Someday soon we might be coming to you from iTunes. iTunes. That's the goal anyway. That's, That's that the is hope. True. Yeah. But if you hit that big black button, that works. And then they fixed our archives on aliveandsocial.com. So you can go there, check us out there. Um, and again, follow, like, and share us on Facebook. Because we have such a cute picture in there. That pink one. It's a really cute picture. <laughs> that cute pink one. Um, so just, uh, a little, also a little, uh, reminder that if you go to Cecil's Deli in St. Paul <laughs> and you buy yourself six home and and you say not so kosher, you'll get a seventh for free. Your choice. Pretty good deal. Or whatever's available, I should say too. Hey, don't forget to hit up us on your phone. Um, we have a number for you to text in and I know we already had somebody text in, but please try to reach us at 651-398-7778. That is 651-398-7778. So much better when you say it. Right? You think so? What's, I don't know. What's up, don't what's know. up tonight? What's on the show? Tell us. Well, um, I, you know, I, I think we're going to have a little bit of our Kvetch of the Week. Uh, I think we always have some Kvetching to do, don't you think? Totally. Like totally. Um, we have our fabulous guest, Drad Bolson. KFC's poultry inspector. Thank you for being here. That's Thank you very much. Big honor to have Thank you. Thank you. We're we're like so excited. It can't stand it. Are you 105 now? Uh, 104 Didn't and a half. Did you start when he started? Oh, 104 and a half. Yes. Okay, cool. Weren't you around when the colonel was around? As a matter of fact, you were. See, yeah, so we went to synagogue together. There you go. <laughs> I thought you were going to sound like Yoda, but you sound pretty good. Okay. <laughs> and we might possibly have some party games. We got some juicy news and possibly some kosher and not so kosher. Uh, so we have um, some weekly updates we need to talk about. Uh, did we get to our weekly updates? No, we have no, not. No, we didn't. Okay. Um, so. I, I, my week, it's my, it's my, oh, it's my weekly update. It's my complaining. It's my talking. Um, I have some questions for you this week though, Bobby. I have some questions for you too. Did you want to start with me or should I start with you? you I think it's time for us to get to know each other a little bit better. That's what I was saying. In a non-sexual way. That's weird. Yeah, I know. All Sorry. Right, you go first. Okay. So, Bobby, where did you go to high school? I went to St. Lewis Park. Lewis I, Park. I, I did that whole, went to Highland Park, and then to fulfill everything, we, uh, we moved to St. Louis Park when I was four, maybe and three. Did you do the college thing? I did. I went to a really, everyone knows it, it's a big school, Brown. Brown. Institute. Brown. Brown, uh, which is not around here anymore, I, I think, right? But is Brown closed like uh, just in Minnesota? 
All of Great. them closed. All of them closed. And, yeah. That's kind of sad. But they're doing a teach out, so they're still going and they're still around. But they're just they're, in a smaller fashion. No, they're 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 just allowing the students that were enrolled at the time to finish their degrees, which is nice because they could have just shut the door and said, "Go figure it out." But they they allowed for what's called a teach out, and so there's actually a few medical students left at the current. There's two locations in the Minnesota area. There's one I think in. Um, uh, Brooklyn Center, and then the other one is in Mendota Heights, which is kind of where I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually went Did to the one on Lake in Hiawatha. Oh, that's the classic that's one. That's what they called oh. it, National Campus. Nice. National Campus? And that meant nothing. That no, meant it, nothing. No, it does, because as you know, the Brown is is a great school, and for radio broadcasts, it it was it, has been the best and the name will live on it and will. look mom i'm podcasting so i know that, i was gonna say and that that's look at what it did for I you you're broadcasting that it's student loan that was nine finally. grand in uh two thousand yeah like, two thousand I, I, yeah, I need help please send money <laughs> to fund bobby so i i've always kind of wondered uh how many siblings do you have i am the youngest of three i have two sisters uh Four years older, and one that is six years older, I hope, or she's going to be really pissed. Uh, Jeannie and Lori, <laughs> um, great people. They're in San Diego. We, uh, they're the smart ones, right? They are the smart ones. They, yeah. they figured it out, and they're like, fuck winter. So yeah. they, they did the right thing, and I tried to do that whole and movement. And they, do they send you wool socks and shit? They do. They're like, they laugh. They of go, course. oh, hey, how's that polar vortex? <laughs> and I go, how's that rash? <laughs> oh, oh, that's true. So I try to get him back. That's true. Thank you. Uh, you totally have a point there. Yep. Um, so, you a morning guy or a night guy? I'm totally a night guy. Are you? I suck in the morning. Do you? Um, yeah. You know, like, do you stay up till midnight? Keep going. Oh, really? Yeah, I find wow. out that I'm more creative after midnight. But as I'm getting older, I try to... Do you paint? I don't paint. Then what's the creative part? I watch you TV. play with clay. No, I'm always getting ideas from like television shows. That's Comedy that's, Central. I know my mom's really proud. She is. I could have been a TVologist. That's what I always a used TVologist. to tell people. Yeah, what's your favorite TV show? Oh my god, today. Well, like, well, in the fall, let's talk reality about fall. TV. Like the Biggest Loser is probably the really? most. Okay, hold your applause. Yeah, the Biggest Loser. I'm. I quit smoking because of that show. Seriously? I literally it moved me to. Yeah. Is if it, you looked at me today, you'd go, I don't get it, Bobby, because. You look That's like you've not had some true. M&Ms, you but, look like you've been on that show for years. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, The Biggest Loser, and I love The Voice, American Idol, which is in its last year. Thank you. It's interesting that you like the rea- kind of the reality I love real- kind of and stuff. And it's huh? always like the comp- their competition shows, music, and I sort of love that. I do you like, like wish you could dance? Do you like close your eyes and like pretend totally, you're dancing like or I somebody? I could break dance when I was 13. <laughs> Like when Frampton comes alive, I would do the robot. And people are like, are you sure you're not black? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure. Look at me downstairs. But anyway, we had a good time. Look at me downstairs. I know, right? Sorry. Did everybody catch that one? Because that was funny. Thank you. Okay. Um, See, there we go. There we go. Um, production and and one more question did you have any after school curricular activities that you were engaged in i just want to hear you say curricular (laughs) curricular aren't they good it's kind of cute i did i used to be uh i was in band i actually i was i was in a couple of bands i played a little sports um i did theater i was in a couple of plays so i was very theatrical very theatrical. That's shocking pansy. that you were so the oh pansy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Not really. I That's don't really think good. so. So yeah, no. After school, so. I would like try to play football with the boys, and then I would go like to music class, which is oh. really exciting. It's well, that's a good thing. It made your mama happy. Yes. Right. I, totally. Yeah. Of oh, course. That's, this was fun. Are you done? Because I have like. Yeah, I'm can be done. I'm sorry. This is going to go out of order, but I don't care. This is perfect. That's okay. Now we're going to get to know who you are. Uh oh. And so if you want to not disclose anything, you just go pass. I'm a little transparent, if you haven't noticed. Yes, you are. Yes. Well, let me explain. We're doing our fourth live show, and I think it's time for people to sort of get, like, the vibe between us, Bexie and Bobby. So as you're listening to us, you're going to get to know us a little bit better. Um, So here's some questions for you. Like, how did you get involved with Alive and Social? I've always wanted to know that. Mm, That's a long story. Okay, pass. Well, I can't. I want to, you know, put a shout-out to... Tony Lee, my buddy, Mm -hmm. Um, I called him about helping me out with something, and he directed me towards Sean Bernard. And Sean Bernard with Scott O'Malley have a live and social. And that's it. 
that's good for it's us. It's a long story, so we won't go. And you know how long my stories can get, so we won't do that. It'll be like two hours. It would be like Roots, the novel, and the miniseries <laughs> that's together. True. That is true. That is true. All right. So prior to being a part of the Heart of the Yeast Hand Puppet cast member, did you ever aspire to Whoa. be a podcaster? Wait, can you just say that one more time? It's slower sure, for me. Sh- sure. Like prior to when you were in production with Heart of the Yeast Puppet Theater, Whoa. <laughs> did you ever aspire to be an actress or a podcaster? No, I no, I dabbled a little bit in um, pole dancing dabbled, and stripping. No yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that I know. Just, you'd look at me and you go, really? That, no, that just happened. You should have seen this figure when I was younger. Uh, that's a figure It of was speech. amazing. <laughs> well, we should bring pictures so people can... Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. No, I'll post them. I'll post them on, on, totally. our, on our Facebook page. <laughs> so tell us what you're doing when you're not working on Not So Kosher, because I know you are super busy. Pass. Okay, cool. Um, when's the last time you did something not so kosher? Mm, probably this afternoon. Is that going to be another pass? Well, um, we had a little afternoon delight, me and Big Daddy. <laughs> You're looking at me like... <laughs> Wait, why is that Mommy That wasn't Shana? me. That no, wasn't me, I than... swear. Okay. My big Daddy. <laughs> That's cool. Sorry. Did you get on your Barry White? I it got like... on my Barry White. Very cool. Yep, yep. All right, so other than that, uh, <laughs> what, what's your favorite uh, restaurant in the cities? And then I have a follow-up question to that, because I know well, you're a St. Paul person, but... Yeah, what, I'd what? have to say Cecil's Deli, and from there, mm-hmm. every almost every restaurant in the Twin Cities. Because I wanted to ask if you're more aligned with the St. Paul side or Minneapolis? Minneapolis. I thought so. And why is yeah. that, being a St. Paulite? Uh, I don't know. I, you know what? It's the, it's the adventure of going over the river and through the woods, and getting to grandma's house. And when I get to go home, I get into the woods like that. It's fascinating. Yeah, I know. I can just tell how fascinated you it's are. It's like Dorothy. Leave your uh, it house. Is. Follow the yellow it brick is. road. It's true. It's All right. true. Here's a good one. This is another good segue into Big Daddy. What is the myth behind Big Daddy? Who is the man behind the mask? You know, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Well, Who's people, Big Daddy? P- Big Daddy is, is the boss man. He's the husband. And... He's not really Big Daddy like some people would think. It's actually his children that came up with the name Big Daddy when he was little because he's their he Big Daddy. Be, yeah. But it's really it's cute how you sort of melt when you hear about him. I and do. You talk I about know. him with such affection. Him. And, it's yeah. kind of obnoxious. But yes, and it makes me want to hurl a little bit. But yeah, but it's all right. It's all good. So it's a beautiful thing. If you could have he's any... He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's a nice I guy. I like him. He's super cool. I've hung out with him. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? To help the world. That's it. That's good. Because the world needs help. There's too many people out there that need help. Okay. Can you tell I'm being serious? Totally. Yeah. If you could have dinner with any famous person anywhere, who would it be? Who would you pick? Uh, really? Okay, we can pass on that. All the people that. I know. I really, there's Isn't no there famous... one celebrity that you would go like, Wolfgang, <sighs> Puck, You know, oh every God. day is probably a different thing, but today it would be Iris and Little Dickie together. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe Mickey Avalon on the side. I like Mickey Avalon, by the way. Me too. I saw him on Saturday. No, you didn't. It was fun. It was good. Did you seriously? Yeah, it was. It was. He was the noon show, wasn't he? No, he was actually like the first. He was the opening act, so there wasn't a big crowd, which is kind of nice. But he was entertaining as heck. Amazing for people out there listening. Check out Little Dicky. He's hilarious Jewish hip hop artist. That is. So is Mickey. You know. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, he's a yid boy too. He's a yid boy. A yid boy. All right, back to the show and the interview, because I thought these were really good questions, didn't they you? They are. I want to know if you could communicate with anybody from the dead, who would you want to communicate with, just to ask any burning question? Is there someone? My grandparents. That's a great answer. Yeah, it would be my grandparents. What would they say about you today? Like, what do you um, think they would say? Well, being as the first grandchild and a daughter, I mean a granddaughter, um, and I vote, you know what, whatever. I'm sure they'd be proud of me as everybody else. For so, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in like seven minutes? Um, uh, in seven minutes. Oh God. I don't know here. Good answer. (laughs) I can predict that's going to happen. I know. I think you're right. I think you're right. (laughs) Does the smell of any particular cheese make you want to vom? Yeah. What? What Goat. 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 It's the only thing in the whole world I can't eat. Uh, Um, what makes you really angry? Um, besides this? 
besides these questions? Absolutely nothing. All right, I'll cut the questions because nothing. I think it was a good. You time. never make me angry, Bobby. I, th I thought it was. I good... just love you. That's awesome. Feel the love, everybody. It's like the love fucking network up in this moment. <laughs> it's good. It's good to be here. Thank you for listening to us. We are not so kosher. We are on Alive and social as well as Spreaker.com. Uh, we thank you so much for tuning in. And we're going to move on from here. I'm sure we have a ton of stuff to get through. So you take it from here. Oh, gosh. Well, I think we should talk a little bit about Kvetch of the Week. I have, Did you want to start with I, that? I, I do, because I have okay. something really interesting. Okay, I would love that. And thank then, you so much. Because I got some good ones. <laughs> I want to ask you guys, and I'm speaking to all of us on the panel. Can I just say one thing? Sure. I'm getting a text from somebody that I think you know. Okay. And I told the person I wanted to be their secret gay lover, and they said yes, yes, and yes. Oh, my God. Shout out to Bob Fletcher, everybody. Yeah. Love you, Bob Fletcher. Bob Fletcher from the Pacific. I want to be with he's, you, Bob Fletcher. He's a really cool guy. Thanks, Bob. We appreciate it. We'll catch up on Facebook. Maybe you'll <laughs> sit on my Facebook later. Um, here's a question for you guys. What do Jewish humor and Raptors have in common? What's a it's from Jurassic Park. Just oh, I that. hate that show. Okay. Well, sorry, dinosaurs scare me. I have nightmares. <laughs> I can't watch. According it. to an article that I read recently, like twenty minutes ago, <laughs> Jewish humor as we know it may soon be extinct for real. The author discusses the new Woody Allen movie, Whatever Works, starring Larry David, commenting on Allen and David are like the last of the breed of Jewish humor. I don't know if you would agree with that or not. That's interesting that they're saying that, though. Well, here's an interesting point. One given reason for our humorous demise is that we as Jews today don't suffer like our ancestors did, right? Yeah, that's true. Is that true. sort of true? Yeah. We live in a far we think more we're accepting so society, totally. And, and vibe on that if you want. We think we're suffering, which is really sad. I totally. mean, we have a bad day and we think we're suffering. Or we don't get to have our new you know, Apple iPhone. Exactly. Because uh, so we're suffering. Perfect example. Yeah. My, so, la my laptop's, you know, it's six months old. I'm suffering. I need a new one. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off. No, it's good. No matter what, there's always going to be something to kvetch about. And that's what we do every week. It's kind of this is what we're doing and how we're setting it up. It's like this. We're realistic people. Suffering and complaining are hardly unique to our experiences, right? But if yes. kvetching was an Olympic sport, we would fucking medal for our country, right? Yes, we would. Today alone, 14 times I said the word oi, right? Yes. 6.30 in the morning, the alarm clock goes off. What do I say? Oi. Oi out loud. <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning, my outfit putting it together, and I go, I'm too fat for this shirt. What do you think I say? <laughs> Fuck oi. my life. Same as oi. <laughs> Brushing my teeth, I notice I have a little more grizzle from last night in my upper bicuspid number 12. <laughs> right? And out of floss? Totally out of floss. No. And I'm going, are you kidding me? Uh, well, so, Wait. yeah. And all these people, I, so every day it's the same routine, everything. Go to SA for my coffee, and today... There's like a million cars in the parking lot. I'm going, I didn't know Prince was playing at SA today. What oh, is going on, oh, right? Oh. So as you can see, <laughs> we by nature find the most ridiculous things to kvetch about. And at the same time, we're, it's like a it's a universal. I came up with that word, universal, instead of universal. That was actually Penny that came up with that word. Universal, she did? She listed that in our little I didn't know that. Thing. Yeah. Wow, great yeah. minds. Thanks, Penny. Drink alike. So anyway, please allow us like. and Beck come in and do your kvetch of the week. Well, I'm going to give you one that I just thought of that's pretty funny. So Big Daddy's got this thing where he uh, picks his toenails Brr. and then sorry. and oh, his fingernails, but mostly the toenails, rips them off. And then other than leaving them around for please me to God, clean up, take me now. <laughs> he also uses them as dental floss. So, or as like toothpicks. So Bobby, you could clearly like, if you're at a, you know, dental floss, I know you have no hair, so you wouldn't be able to actually use that. Yeah. But you could use your toenail. You know, Big Daddy says that that works really, really good doing it that way. A toothpick-style toenail. Yes, that's what he does with it. Oh. It's And he does it so nonchalantly, he has no, he doesn't even think about it. Have that, you, Trad, have you daddy. noticed, have you ever seen I've when Big Daddy's Big done daddy it? I've never seen Big Daddy do that. Yeah, he, I don't think he's done it in public yet, but he does it without even thinking. Not pubic know. hair toenails. That would be bad. Okay. Thank it. God. Oh my gosh. Did you, Bobby, would you like me to give another one? Oh, totally. Or I didn't know if you, okay. Yeah, no, no. So, um, so uh, one, another thing I can't stand that just agitates the hell out of me is, so we our people walk their dogs and then their dogs pee in your grass. That's nasty. It's nasty. Or in my flowers. But it helps and, your grass grow. No, it kills my grass and it pisses me off. And when I had dogs, I Pun always made intended. sure I would, t what? 
Pun not intended. Oh, pun not intended. You're right. What, sorry, I'm on a I'm on a rant here. <laughs> sorry. Keep ranting. But when 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 I had a dog, I would always make sure my dog went to the bathroom in the yard before we left. And if not, I always made sure I walked in the alley so that at least when she'd pee, or either of them, any of them would pee, they would or poop they'd be doing it in the alley first so they wouldn't be doing it in people's yards i can't stand that so i had to actually put a fence around because i actually there was so much poop in my freaking hosta garden mm -hmm. i had to put little metal fence up so that maybe they'd step on it and hurt themselves hostile said, garden or hostile? yeah you got hostile it garden? it was a hostile garden imagine. it was angry anyways i saw that this week again and i'm just like i stare out that window getting really freaking agitated with everybody Okay, so Oy. did you want another? There's got to be more. Come okay. on, I, I know can you. I'll give you one more. One more. Okay, this is a, another big daddy one. Okay, I hope he's listening because, well, he doesn't even care because I say it all the time, anyways. So I have this old container of gumballs, and there was probably a thousand gumballs in there. Have you seen uh, I've, the gumballs? I've, I've shared from that. Okay, so I leave it just sitting there so people will eat it. The gumballs are probably, I think, eight years old. It was when the kids were little and they had a little gumball machine, more than eight years old, because it's old. So they're hard as a rock. There's no cover on them. I don't know if you had those as like hors d'oeuvres at any point, Dread. <laughs> I don't chew gum. Okay. So. John, or excuse me, John, whatever. <laughs> Big daddy, whatever. He, he uses them to, to just as hors d'oeuvres. He literally chews them up and then he swallows them and eats more. But his new thing is he grabs a handful before he goes up to bed and he chews them in bed. And then he like plays with them. And then I'll, I'll, in the morning when I put the bed back together, there's gumballs in the bed. On a scale of one to three, <laughs> three being super annoying, where are you at with three being the most annoying ever? Are you okay with that? With that, with no. The, with the he, gum in, in bed and chewing. No, he makes me crazy with that. So He makes me crazy. Maybe Is it a substitute for a condom? Is that why he's chewing the gum? I'm not sure. That's a good, that's a good question. I, I like it. I could go on. I'm going mean, to try really hard not to talk about that. he doesn't want to buy that. condoms? I'm not, oh my gosh, I think I'm lost. Wow. <laughs> Maybe it's safe gum. Safe gum. So you could put it over something. Oh, I get it. Thanks for explaining a little bit more. Somebody's I don't think it. so, because we don't need that. Why TMI. would you? You're... We've already had our 18 children. That's we're done. Crazy. Okay. Yeah, okay, we're cool. okay. We're okay. So anyway, that's the kvetch of the week. That's kind of what we're talking about. And again, we've asked people if they wanted to hear anything specific to reach us. And you know how to do that at Not So Kosher on Twitter and on Facebook, please come in. Give us something, people. We want this to be an open forum, right? Absolutely. Okay, Don't cool. forget about texting 651-398-7778. Perfect. Okay. Cool. Um, so one thing I thought we'd maybe talk about a little bit is, you know, I'd say to you that it would be like the Jewish perspective on the presidential race, but... Um, it's probably anybody's perspective, I suppose. Sure. But um, you know what I would have liked? We're kind of missing. Isn't Hillary speaking tonight? Well, actually, she, you uh, mean the hearing? She was testifying today. Today was the hearing. She was I thought yeah. she was speaking about something. Yeah, she was speaking in yeah front of for the sure. Yeah. My God, leave the woman alone. Yeah, yeah it was I the don't, Benghazi I, hearings today. I, you know what? We're wasting our time with that when we have ISIS and we have all this other crap going on, and then we're wasting our time with that. ISIS, don't. like the dessert ISIS, or the actual... Yeah, like the real oh, ISIS. The, the Phoenician bird. The Phoenician Got it. Bird. Well, and he would know about birds. Yeah. That's, That's true. true. That's true. Wow, Absolutely. tie that shit in. Absolutely. Okay, cool. That was good. Um, so I don't know. I'm not, a super pre I'm not a super political person. I think Bobby and I, neither of us are really are, but I just wanted to throw a few things in there, like... I, I personally really like Trump because I like because he says it how it is. There's no transparency. <laughs> no, I, he says it how it one he wants it to be. He doesn't say see, it how it is. He says it how he yeah he says that's that, a great point. Because yeah, he, that's, that's he, true. He actually doesn't say anything, but he says something. But he doesn't he doesn't have any substance to he, what he's he, saying. He points wow, out what's wrong, true. but he has not provided one solution. This is yet. what he says, and correct me if I'm wrong. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that's that. Right. That's right. That's it. That's all I hear from him. I forget. That's what they say all the time. But good for you. And you know but, what? But um, his daughter, it's so interesting because it almost sounds Hot. like Ivanka. Hot. I know. And she's a little yid now, too, yeah, she is. by injection. And in raising the child. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely. By injection, she is, though, yeah. right? So, but she's really funny. Yeah. yeah no, you know, I just, it just took you a while to took figure me that a one out. Wow. Okay. Cool. That's what I always say. So, um, but I think it's interesting that she. She knows that her dad, 
she just gets her dad and she says you know like this is what he's saying i know i i'm here to to support my father and it doesn't matter you know she said she thinks it's cool that he's direct and i think that's cool too that's my personal feeling about that that's the thing with him it's like he just he says things and you never know what's going to come out but that's his deal exactly and that's what she was speaking about so. exactly i like that though she's and you're right she's super hot she's so does anybody even look at does anybody ever really listen or are they just checking her out i used to watch the apprentice because of her way back because she had oh she yeah had, yeah she was on she with, had a her bit with her brother yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i actually would watch that occasionally because big daddy would love to watch that it's a great show. show it is we'll talk about it that is actually pretty sure. cool um you know i i i know that i didn't really i don't know if anybody saw it but they were calling the the first democratic presidential debate the revenge of the nerds also known as the bernie and hills show which is so funny that they were doing that. Did any, did anybody see that? Did Super offended yes. by that remark because I felt like was the Republicans it? were like the Brady Bunch, and they were like completely. It was like night and day. Like was the it? Democrats had something to say, and they actually got along. There wasn't a whole lot of like, I don't know. I just felt like it was on a different level. They they were there to actually debate, whereas the Republicans were like just promoting themselves, and it was like that. That's my opinion. Feel free to interesting. Well, no, it, was, it was interesting, but it was it was also interesting how they set it up because O'Malley, Clinton, and um, Sanders were actually contextual and debating, whereas the guys on the outside, Chafee and um, who? Webb, who exactly, right? Oh, were, were, were sitting there complaining <laughs> the whole time about you're not giving me enough time. Well, you had your thirty seconds. You're going on. You know, it was like thirty seconds too much. If but, you ask me, they spent more time complaining mm -hmm. about not being given enough time or enough um, airspace than talking about the issues. Than, than than making their points, which is like okay, that's why that's why they're done. But apparently, you feel a little bit differently because you you're saying you sort of favored the Republican debate. Right? Is that what I'm getting? No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just saying what they were saying about it. I didn't, I didn't see it, and I don't. I, I tend to not really watch them because I really think they're just I, a bunch I think of it's idiots. Super entertaining, but Do the you, Republicans were more entertaining. But you have to take it in small doses. Yeah, that's true. Because there was like 18 of them debating versus five. And, and and sifting through the noise, I mean, the entertainment's there, the mm -hmm. Bush versus Trump, and they even stage those well. But there are some people out there who are trying to make, like O'Malley in the Democrats makes some sense, Kasich on the Republican side. I mean, they have some points to raise. Like it could yeah. be interesting, but who knows? We'll see. I, 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 think, I think, you know, we are a year and two weeks out from the election, and I think it's all going to go. Oh, it's going to go to hell in a handbasket. It's going to be a Ferris wheel and a roller coaster before yeah. we get there. For and sure. it'll be fun. Personally, it'll be fun. I'm, I, I'm thinking I want to vote for Donald Trump so I know where he is at all times. Yeah, <laughs> good point. <That's> true. <laughs> I may even vote for Richard Nixon for the same reason. There you He's go. got two years left on his unexpired <laughs> term. Is this thing on? That's great. That is That's funny. funny. That's super funny. Well, I have. Sorry, did you want to? No, I was just going to. I was going to say the um, Saturday Night Live parodied and Larry David oh. was on and did like an amazing Bernie Sanders. And I got to tell you, like, how many people that are listening? Five would say the same thing about when you hear Bernie Sanders, people are going, it's Larry David. So I, it's like a perfect fit for him. Yeah, you know, but how stereotypic see. is that of you to talk about New York Jews speaking the same language? I'm sorry, yeah. where are you from? Yeah. I'm from Baltimore. Okay, same <laughs> fucking thing. I've lived in Minneapolis longer than any place, though. All right, so you... We won you. We won you. We won your heart, right? Well, not you personally, Bobby. Oh, no, no oh, disrespect. That's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so we know where you stand. That's fine. Way out. Way out. Way out. <laughs> but we'll bring you back in. For, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm just going to say one more thing, and then I would like to get to your Drad's information for us this evening. Um, so when I, as a, as a female, and I have two daughters that I would take every year to go vote with me, because I think it's very important that we continue to vote as women or as Americans, uh, even then even though we don't really get what's completely going on. But my beautiful way of doing this was, all right, girls, first you look for any names that look Jewish, and you mark those. And then if there isn't any Jewish ones, then you go for the females. And then after that, you're just like, screwed. You just go who the best you can go for. Or That's don't we, vote. Or no. No, or don't vote in that Oh, well, yeah, yeah, you that's still have true. To go in the booth. Well, but I, I mean, don't know. We if... would carry our daughter when she was like two months old into the voting booth. 
right, so right. you trumped me. Oh, no pun intended. That was good. Well, was the funny it? thing is that the first person I ever voted for, she actually met and she was angry. And I'll tell you that story another okay, time. Okay, because the, the wife was interrupting her. Oh, I'm sorry. She was trying to position for a job. Oh, that's not good. With National Council of Jewish Women. Oh, that's not good. So I think we need to take a little break and let Fun Bobby tell us some great information. Super about the excited to session. come back for our guest. That's going to be the next segment. Yeah. So you are listening to us on Alive and Social. We are not so kosher. Uh, what we'd like to do is talk about some of the other podcasts. This one's really super cool. This one is the Great Northern Sex Cast. That's right. Longtime radio personality and producer Kelly Guest and pal, CEO of Fantasy Gifts, Colleen Patino, present the Great Northern Sex Cast. This show talks about all things what? Sex. So grab your headphones and grab something else. And then listen to everything you've ever wanted to know about what? Sex. In case you were afraid to ask about it, I'm super afraid to even touch. Anyway, to hear the latest episode, catch up on what you missed and visit AliveAndSocial.com. And now back to Not So Kosher. So we are fortunate today to have KFC's poultry inspector, Drad Bolson. Thank you so much for being here today, Drad. It's, it, it's my honor, Beck. Yes, thank I you. Thank you so much. Um, so I'd like to start off by asking you what your educational background is in order to be a poultry inspector. Do you have to have a certain degree to do that? Uh, I shoveled shit in my grandfather's farm. <laughs> Did you? Is that the degree? That's it. Yeah, right? I had to clean out the chicken coop. Wow, I love that. I love that. <laughs> that's the closest I had to it. That's good. That's, that's really. That's okay. all right. They probably use some ducks in there too. I suppose, right? Mm. Um, and where exactly is the KFC plant located? Um, in Kentucky, we, of course. In Kentucky. Yeah, but I don't. I don't work out of the plant. I go to oh, the farms and inspect the sure. chickens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but oh, that's right. The plant would be there. But don't they have any like satellite plants in Minnesota? I would assume. Oh, you of mean course. They well, make I those mean, they, birds travel that far. No, we we we, we go to the, we go to the various places to, that the farms come from and. We we inspect them on that spot. So my job, I don't think I don't know if that was clear. I'm I'm the chief poultry inspector for Kentucky Fried oh, Chicken. Oh, okay, okay. Right. So okay. we're in spot. We're responsible for inspecting the chickens before they get flicked. Okay. Oh, that's so mean. How exactly do they, they get flick circumcised? Them? Do they do they swing them <laughs> over their head fourteen times? Well, this is a Jewish and not so kosher thing, right? Yes. So my great grandfather, my who who, who has a who had a famous son, was a shachet. He was he would kill chickens. Okay. Right. So wow. he would you know he would cut them kosher. I we just supervised to make sure they're they're killed humanely, or else we'd have a revolt amongst our customers of, or, or non-customers. Some as picketing the case may would be. get nasty, right? Chicken pickets. Exactly. That's not a oh. that's not a pretty sight. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's not. And how many? inspectors do you have underneath you i'm assuming that you're well it depends on who i'm hiring at the time and what you mean by underneath but um oh. we we have uh <laughs> we, we 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 try to get we try to get three inspectors for every state um and wow. we have we have well because we have to have a male and a female to inspect the male and female chickens and then we need oh. a substitute in case one of them gets sick or pregnant okay cuz i suppose you can't the chickens i mean not the i mean inspector. are there any transgender t chickens so that you would i mean do they ever have a situation like that or now you're getting into technical things about how chickens graze their breasts because <laughs> even some of the male roosters are artificially um, hormonally <gasps> enhanced so that they get larger breast meats since oh. Americans like white meat more than dark meat. Oh, we do? I thought dark meat was better. I enjoy dark meat better, but yeah. let's not get into but, that. That's for oh, after hours. I got it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm so sorry. I was a little confused. There's no slow, you Why know. are you sorry? Oh, I should stop saying There's that. So many puns um, here. So when you inspect a chicken, what exactly are you looking for? Um, <laughs> well, I can't give away all trade secrets that make okay. KFC chickens above the, above the pop. I mean, above the rest, um, <laughs> Popeyes, churches, Bojangles. Um, but what we try to do is essentially we want to make sure that the feathers are not molting, that there's no disease, um, that the dark meat's really dark, that they walk around in enough shit that their legs are really good and dark. Strong. So that no, we want those legs to be uh, good and tasty. How do you think that dark meat gets so really? tasty? Chickens I never walking knew around that. the chicken crap all day. I always wondered about that. Yeah. Always wondered. Right. 
Excellent. You are listening to Drad Bolson on uh, Not So Kosher. This is fascinating. I just had a couple more questions for you, actually a lot. Every company has policies and procedures. I would like you to tell us about a particular policy that you adhere to, even though you don't agree with it. Um, we are responsible for making sure that the chickens have um, are properly um, properly handled and castrated before they get um, before they get slaughtered. So they're literally castrated, then have their necks cut. Uh, I don't particularly approve of that, but that works in certain neighborhoods where um, where certain religious populations insist that their their chickens not have uh, uh, overcopulated beforehand. Very cool. Do you have a 401k plan with them? Good benefits, perhaps some chicken stock? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The waiver I had to sign discussed not going into specifics about our 401k FC, um, but that's literally what it's referred to as. And um, and along with any uh, virtual discounts that we get on any chicken we don't eat, um, we are we are we are reasonably compensated um, in eggs and chickens. We're not actually allowed to eat too many eggs. Very nice. When you're having a bad day, because that's you ever, cutting off your future it income. Is, it is cutting off your future <laughs> income. Like, have you ever been pissed off and you said to one of your products, "Do you want to play chicken?" Or is that not what you would do? You would probably not do that. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I saved that for last. I thought I would put that one in there. We're just going to forget that one. But now, Beck, you have some serious questions, don't you? Oh, yeah, really serious questions. Um, I, I'd like to know, uh, Mr. Bolson, uh, how old are most chickens that end up at the plant well, that you de- send over? So, yes. Well, it depends on whether we're making chicken or chicken soup. The chicken soup chickens are 14 to 18 months old, and the chickens to be um, put into um, the vat, the fryer, or the grill are 12 to 15 months old. Wow. And the reason for that is they need a certain amount of meat, but once they get to a certain age, if they're not ready to be, if they're not eligible for KFC chicken, we do push them to other sources and make other things with them. You know, I have heard that they do tend to make chicken nuggets out of those ones. Is that uh, no, that, true? Uh, that used to be the case when I first joined uh, KFC about uh, 27 years ago, but that's no longer allowed. We have the same quality requirements for the meat as we do for the bone. Yes, we do for the bone. Sorry, that's what we refer to the mm-hmm. over-the-shelf versus the nugget population. Got it. Got kind of it. turned on by that. Yeah. Way. <laughs> no. I'm going to um, move my chair further to the left. So, you know, I... I I know that they use feathers and they make, you know, pillows and comforters out of their feathers, but I've never seemed to understand why they didn't just make boas out of them, kind of like ostrich feather boas. Like they'd make really soft little boas if they were chicken feathers. Um, again, that depends on the state of the feathers. If, you know, you're dealing with the, um, the soup chickens, then the feathers are already falling off, and that's not a good oh, sign. So you, you don't want those feathers. They're kind of weak, ch- weak yeah. feathers. Yeah. So that's why they're good that they stuff them in things, I suppose. Uh, depends on what those things are, <laughs> yes. They're stuffing, that's true. Um, I understand there's quite a bit of controversy on eating female or male chickens. Is there a taste difference between those two, other than the fact that you're getting the, you say that... Well, first of all, the male like chickens the we refer to at the factory as roosters. Oh, yeah, right? sorry. And, and yeah, roosters and hens. Okay, I wasn't sure how you were going to... Why, you know, is it impossible did... for two cocks to be attracted to each other? No, it's that's quite possible, and we have that. But when we see that, we have to... Um, um, we can't send those south of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, God. However, uh, so there is... There is a slight taste variation, but I have to be honest with you, Bex, and tell you that I was three years and four months into the job before I could tell the difference. Wow. I was going to ask if white meat versus dark meat, which is healthier, because I've always heard that white is healthier, the breast, but not necessarily. Uh, Well, she was talking male versus female, so I'm comparing like body parts. But if I go to Byerly's and I'm in the fast, you know, I love chicken. I love rotisserie chicken. I eat a lot of chicken. I've always thought, like, what's worse for me? Is it the dark meat or the white meat? 
What's worse for you or what's better for well, you? However, well, our chicken is cooked such that all the proteins are virtually the same. Mm-hmm. There are um, there are food scientists that will tell you that as long as you uh, fry or grill chicken properly, it should not. It, it's a very minute difference. You'd literally have to eat like thirty pounds of chicken before it would make a virtual difference in a given week which would be very hard to do. But generally, the dark meat is more nutritious. It's got more vitamin D, See, that is... vitamin A, and... and um, That's good to know. White meat has a slightly higher level of vitamin C, but vitamin C can't be overstored. Tell us a little more about your nuggets. I mean, if you prefer tenders, nuggets, like when you go out to eat White Castle, chicken patty, whatever. I mean, we're curious to know if you, it's like if a cake decorator... Well, I prefer female nuggets to oh, male perfect. nuggets. Perfect. And um, <laughs> as long as it smells like a chicken coop in here, by the <laughs> oh my way. Gosh, I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> You're giving me a little. <laughs> We're making backs hot. Oh my god, um, I'm getting hot. I'm getting hot. Whatever you asked, I I think I answered it. I had a line to go behind it, but I can't remember That's what it was. Perfect. Speaking fine. of getting behind in chickens, what are we talking about now, Bex? Um, do you ever feel like you have made a beautiful connection with a hen or a rooster, and <laughs> want to just take them home as a pet, or whatever you feel like you'd want to do with that? Um, no, but I did have a pet duck once. And uh, because it got mixed in with the chickens, and so we took that out and we brought it home to the kids. Unfortunately, um, my mom didn't know what was going on there and uh, served that for dinner one time, and oh. my kids never forgave her. Oh, yeah. but that's all right. That's good for you, too. Well, it, it, duck, I like duck, but nevertheless, it was, not a, it, was not, it was not an experience we really wanted. You know, cooking the pet. Speaking of your yeah, dogs and stuff, that's, that's not a, true. yeah, you don't want that. You're right. It's not a lesson to sell. So as for the breast of the chicken, is it your, me- is your measurement system compatible to the Victoria's Secret system? Um, we simply, we simply, we simply weigh them. Um, oh, you, and just, we, you we, don't we look do, specifically we, at the we, breast we, area? Um, well, we measure legs around, we measure, we measure breasts around. Uh, we believe that uh, as we serve our pieces, we try to go by, the, especially in the retail establishments, anything over a mouthful is wasted. Fortunately, a lot of yeah. our customers have big mouths, so we do make those breasts a little <laughs> larger for them. got a weird visual on that. You That's are truly true. my breast friend after mm-hmm. that, for sure. Yeah, we, we, we have even... We have even, I shouldn't release some of our research secrets, but we have even experimented with putting nipples on the breasts for wow. some of the stores to, to give them a more appeal um, what color is the sky in your world? <laughs> With nipples on the on the breasts. <laughs> well, that doesn't suck. Oh, oh. cha-ching. <laughs> uh, we, even, we even tried serving mother's milk in uh, some of our restaurants. Ooh. That didn't go over very well either. Grant, I know you had a question. I, uh, I've been just absolutely... With the whole, you know, poultry and uh, Asian, the the bird flu that's been going on lately, how did that affect your job work? You know, on a more serious note here, having to, you know, because I know we were really affected here and in Iowa for the most part. And you, you know, did did you have to go when you were expecting any of these farms? Did you have to look for that stuff? Or oh, absolutely. Well, number one, uh, prior to that, I was going overseas to Hong Kong and places like that, and we simply stopped. So we haven't oh. brought in chickens from anywhere other than Canada and the United States Okay. Um, for the last several years. Um, any chicken that's derived from any of those, we don't go to those farms, mm-hmm. uh, did not go to those farms for a period. And, um, you know, not to give too ho- heavy a visual, but we, we, we literally took temperatures from many of the chickens for a while. So, <laughs> and, and chickens don't take it in their mouth, so you, <laughs> can, you can get the visual. Yeah, I can imagine. But so that must have been a, quite a difficult situation for you at times. Was it tough or was it just kind of just with it being where your farms, where any of the farms that you guys buy from affected by it? Um, yes. Okay. Um, not directly by flu. Okay. I want to be clear about that. Yeah. Um, we don't want to give any of our any of our competitors or ourselves a bad reputation with that. But um, we there 
the hard part was training people for what to recognize. Yeah. But after two or three months and enough experiences and taking enough temperatures, you could look at a chicken and say, okay, let's move that one out and go to the next. And then literally there was a point at which if you got over one half of 1% of the chickens being unacceptable as a farm, there was a three-month hiatus on that. Oh, good to know. I, I was wondering how a lot of the places like you guys, KFC, had to get around that and f- get the right chicken. So. Well, the the balance there is also uh, how you deal with um, antibiotics versus GMO concerns. Okay, right. cool. Thank you. We're all super familiar with Colonel Sanders and his legacy. Uh, definitely instrumental in creating one of the most enticing recipes in the history of restaurant chains. Without having you exposed too much, we heard that recently there was sort of a leak, and the recipe was out there for people to see. We would like to sort of test you a little bit, if that's okay. If you could come up with four out of the 11, we would know that you're extremely legit. And then before that, really quick, preference between Daryl Hammond, Daryl Hammond, who was doing KFC commercials, or do you prefer Norm McDonald as the new Colonel Sanders? Just curious. Well, let me answer your second question first and your first question second. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm a Norm McDonald guy. Personally, neither one of them is Jewish, so you know I'd, I'd, I'd rather go with Julia Louis-Dreyfus as Colonel Sanders. Fantastic um, answer, by the way. Okay. Um, <laughs> as far as uh, four out of the 11 what? Ingredients. Secret ingredients. Secret ingredients. Yes, there's well, 11 first herbs of all, and spices, correct? Well, that's not really true. There are many more than 11 herbs and spices. Uh, Tell us. Educate us. Okay. So we, we definitely use crushed red pepper. We definitely use salt. We definitely use peanut oil when we fry our chickens. Um, and we definitely use a homemade concoction of some other things that include stuff I can't tell you about anymore. Um, you had me a concoction. <laughs> I just wanted to say, I think you did a pretty good job. Okay. I mean, there are things, you know, there's, most of it you can really taste. It's I'm super not, impressed. And, 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 and to be candid, going back to the start of your phrase, our recipe is not a secret. It's what we do with it that counts, not what we put in. Ooh, We're good to have it published. How's that to end on? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Drad Bolson, everybody. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And you can me. find him somewhere in the city. You'll find his little identification badge it's pretty cool <laughs> we thank you so at much at 35th and nicolette kentucky fried chicken that's my base stand <laughs> i've been there I know where have, that you? Is. have you thank you so much so that brings us now back to Baxi. so i have a little juicy news for us today okay so the most exciting thing is does anybody know what yesterday was October 21st, 2015. Yes, I do. Back to the Future Day. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so now all of the Back to the Future movies are in the past. Yeah, so yes. what do we do now? What do we do now? I'm They'll just remake really it. You know they will. They'll Actually, I read this yesterday. Um, Robert Zemeckis and Robert Gare, who wrote that movie, have a condition in their contract with Universal Studios oh. that as long as they are alive yes. and their children are alive, that movie cannot be remade. Yes. Seriously? I love that. Wow. I'm That's so, amazing. Yeah, Go to the Internet Movie Database, imdb.com. And, and check Why out the Why would he want thing. that? Wouldn't they make more money that he, way? No, he wants variations on a theme in sequels. He does not want that movie to be remade. It's a, it, 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 it's a story that can be retold separately. Yes. Wow. Interesting. It's, it's one of those, for me, my favorite trilogy. Growing up, it was my dad and I. We watched all three of them. You know, we called each other yesterday. All of, I love that, and I love that you brought it up. So, wow. And in honor of that, I'm going to do one thing, because I, I had this from a long time ago. Rose. That's the expression Ronald Reagan used in his 1986 State of the Union message. Wow. He did. Thank you, Mr. Bolson. You are just a boatload of information, I read all this yesterday, Bex. Don't don't (laughs) think it's too much. So you're quite the big fan of Back to the Future as well. I am a fan of that. Apparently, on October 21st, 1985... Um, 4,000 people showed up at the mall that was used as the site of the Twin Pines Mall to see if a DeLorean would show up. Wow. <laughs> Last night on Jimmy Kimmel, which is brilliant, move on his part because Fallon and uh, Colbert were on vacation. 
uh, Kimmel was in New York doing a show, and he had them on. He had on Marty and uh, Doc, which was, if you want to check that out, it's on YouTube. you got to see it. it was... My daughter actually walked by as they were filming it and saw the DeLorean in the wow. lot outside ABC Studios. Classic. That's pretty cool. It was really cool. That's pretty cool. So check that out if you want. Um, so also uh, some really important information is Shtick in the Box Holiday Variety Pack from Hebrew Beer is now available. Jubilation's 19th Anniversary Ale. Pick yours up today at your local liquor store. Very cool. Um, Hawaii has a state of emergency. That's what the governor has declared. Why, you say? Homelessness crisis. Now, isn't it interesting? Why wouldn't you be homeless in Hawaii? I would be. <laughs> El Chapo. We have a new costume for Halloween this year. That is the El Chapo costume. I know, right? How crazy it's crazy. is that? It's crazy. It's going to be the craziest little Halloween you ever saw. They have a new costume, the blackout costume. Love that one because you can't see these kids in the street. I mean, how stupid is that? Uh, Super safe. I don't know if anybody heard about the, the Madoff uh, Ponzi recovery fund. No, Did you hear that one? That. His wife has decided to pay everybody back all, her, all their money. They talked about this. Isn't that crazy? Decided to pay back. A I, th- well, I love with that. what funds? Of course. So well, supposedly there's some money that's clearly hidden, which say, everybody said there was money that was clearly Yeah, but not hidden. all of it. No, no. but Because um, it was a Ponzi scheme. The whole point is that there's not real money to pay back. Exactly. Well, it's, it's more like, I guess it's like 61 cents to the dollar. But, you know. She That's was something. waiting till enough people died that she could pay them back. Do, you know what? That's probably one thing. And, it, and I think she also was had this all this money invested and waited until she built it back up again. No, That's what I think. I, I, to be honest, how long has it been since the Madoff scandal became public? Jeez, you guys. And what's the statute of limitations? It's been seven years. And what's the statute of limitations on financial crime fraud? Is it seven? Isn't it? Is. it? It is. Yeah. Seven years. Interesting. But what happened? Look at this it's guy. almost seven years after the collapse. So that's it. She could have waited. Maybe she... Well, I don't want to say that. Trust okay. Me, trust me. She didn't do this without good legal counsel. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. It's it like wasn't Bernie. It's, it's like having Google on with you. It's kind of cool. <laughs> he's, Seriously. He's very I'm call smart. call you Google. Google. Google it. Just Google it. <laughs> Thank well, you. you know that the internet was not invented by Al Gore. True. It was invented by a Jewish lady from Philadelphia named Dorothy Kaminsky. Oh. She later shortened her name to .com. I'm blown away. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously? Oh, my God, Dran. You're hysterical. That's awesome. Shit, that was great. That was great. Put that on Just the website. Just love you. Just sure. love you. We have some local yokel information. We have Matisse Yahoo. Matisse Yahoo. At the Pantages Theater, October 24th. Watch, uh, check out my not so co- our notsokosher.net page for the information on that. We have Twin City Jewish Film Festival starting tonight, opening night. I wouldn't miss it for the world, Trebek. That, there is an awesome, awesome film tonight that I saw a preview on that was fabulous to life. It's really cool. I'll have that on our website. With Gerard Depardieu's daughter. Yeah, right? I don't know. Okay, you might know. I'll have to check that out. Um, it looks like the Lexington restaurant in St. Paul is going to reopen. Todd Walker has done a little information on that, and uh, you'll have to check out Todd Walker's inform- his pages for that. He's got some great information. We have Biachad Bins and Chatzmeach programs are off and running, preparing for the holiday season. Man, can you get me a towel? <laughs> <laughs> and you will know. I will get you. I will get you that information on NotSoKosher.net on where to pick up your bags to help out the community. Thank you very much. Twenties and thirties community wide masquerade murder mystery at Beth Jacob. Check out their Facebook page. It's fabulous. October 24th, this weekend, $15. Woohoo! Twin City Film Festival started last night. It was rocking, 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 rocking. Love that. Um, we have Temple of Aaron's annual tribute event, Sunday, November 1st. Check out the website for that. But go Not- to the film at the Twin Cities Film Festival that night instead. Ooh, ouch. We got some conflicts. That could be difficult. Check everything out on notsokosher.net. And uh, I will have all the information plastered up there for you. Next, I think we should have a little kosher or not so kosher. Fantastic. Real quick on the film festival. What are the dates again for that? I'm curious. Uh, Well, the Jewish Film Festival Mm -hmm. starts tonight. Right. And it runs through November 1st. And the 
Twin City Film Festival started last night and runs through, I believe, also November 1st on that one, too. Okay, cool. Yeah. And again, you can find anything on our website with yeah. that information. So uh, we're going to go back to uh, one of our favorite uh, segments. It's called Kosher or Not So Kosher. And this is um, a game for everybody. So again, panel, please participate. What we do is ask you something, and then you'll just give us the vibe if you think it's kosher <laughs> or not so kosher. Cool? Um, so let's start with this. Cadillacs. Cadillacs. What do you mm. think, Drad? Not kosher. Mm. And why? Because the Lincoln's kosher. Ooh, Lincoln Continental. Wow. Although, wait, Lincoln's a Ford, and Ford was anti-Semitic, so mm. Cadillac is kosher. Yeah. <laughs> nice turnaround. I there think so. I think so. I like Cadillacs. You like Cadillacs? Yeah, I wanted a Cadillac, and then somebody told me not to buy a Cadillac because he said, the minute I drive it off the lot, six months later, it's not going to be worth anything. Oh, it's not dope. just when you leave it, but six months later, it'd be worth nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love... I love Cadillacs. Like you, I think they're beautiful cars, but I'm going to go not so kosher because it used to be the bells and whistles in Cadillacs. I feel like that kind of everybody wanted the inside, the luxury inside. It was a quality, heavy-duty car, but now you can get like a Chevy, you know, similar car that has all the same type yeah. of bells and whistles in it. There's no differences in any of them. Yeah, so The only the difference is if you want a Cadillac, go to the Cadillac dealer and get an off-lease Cadillac. You're going to save 40% of the price. Mm-hmm. And you're still going to get the, you know, they'll give you a loaner, they'll do the maintenance. There you go. Yeah. Just like you said, get the cheaper value kind of when it drives off there the lot. What go. about it, Bobby? I, I agree. I just think that, like, I, I have a story, if it's okay. Love that. I dated this really nice girl many years ago, Sue Suck. And um, <laughs> she had... Did she suck? No, she... Well, Unfortunately, she had some problems with her eyes, so she went to an optometrist, and she was trying to explain to the optometrist about her eyes, and he said, oh, it sounds like you might have some cataracts issues. And she said, no, I have two Lincoln Continentals. So anyway, <laughs> that's probably going to end our show right there. That was good. That was uh, good. Love okay, it. let's move Love on it. to cheese out of a can. Cheese out of a can. Definitely not kosher. And why? Oh, it's... Like any self-respecting human being wouldn't eat that, let alone kosher. I shoot that shit in my mouth, and I just again Q E D. Proof is in the pudding. It's not kosher. Okay. <laughs> wow. So says you. But what do you say? Not so kosher. That's the nastiest stuff I've ever. I have seen. it in my fridge right now. Whoa! And but none of go. that is real cheese, so it doesn't really freaking matter. Yeah. True that. I mean, I, I, I know that I'm chemicals. buying True exactly. That. I know I'm not. I'm not buying it for the gourmet aspect of it. I'm just going for the easy on the <laughs> crackers, easy. spread it out, done in quick my protein. Mama. But hold on, if you're shooting bacon bits, <laughs> if you're shooting bacon bits, and then you take a squirt from the can, it is a party in your mouth. You got to try it. You trust me on that, right? I have different no. ways to have parties in my mouth. <laughs> I don't need. Sorry. I don't need. I don't need. Cheese whiz in my mouth. Oh. I actually don't. I'm sorry, but I thought you had a little something right there. Let you did say you were you. a female breast man earlier in the show. So no, I'm a leg man. Oh, there we go. There wow. we go. All right, how about this? Listening to Christmas music on Cities 97. You know they have 24 hours of music. Do they? They do. Well, it's Chris- 107. It's cool 108. Well, they Cities 97 has been doing it for 20 years, but that's okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, it also lot- does it. Yeah. Personally, I think all the hip-hop channels do it, too. The, the cool thing to about Tiddy's 97 is that the artists that you would listen to, everybody does a spin on the Christmas music, so it's actually really cool. Well, you know, Dylan and Diamond asked their mothers if they could do Christmas albums before they did it. Although the review of the Dylan Christmas album I heard was, it was the first time anybody's ever seen, ever heard, I'll Be Home for Christmas recorded as a threat. <laughs> Bobby's speechless. I anyway. Wow. Um, no, not kosher. Not kosher. Not co- Christmas okay. music. Def- definitively not kosher. Do you not get into the mood though? The festivity. Not of- a fucking way. No. What about? Did you know? I, I think it's, it's a co- big party to which I'm not invited. Yeah, that, I, I, as a Catholic in the room, love the Christmas music. But they just did uh, in Duluth a tw- 360 uh, all year round. Christmas station up in Duluth now. So you can listen to Christmas music all year wow. round. It's the platform, that radio station. I don't know it offhand. I wish I did, but we're going to have problems. Just someday. opened up like they just started running it about a month ago. And I'll bet they're doing a lot of podcasting off of that station. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How about that's so 1975. What, Bobby, what about you though? I listen to it. I, Do like you? I said, like I listened to Cities 97 back in the day when it actually had really good music. And you would hear artists like Sarah McLaughlin. 
Uh, dire Straits, even he's Jewish. Did Mark she, Knopfler. Did she yeah, sing? Mark have Knopfler, a holly jelly from yeah, but, but he did. He did some Christmas. Glasgow, stuff. sorry. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it's just a matter of like, either, and I, I'm not really down for like the 1940s Christmas. You know, that's whatever. But City's 97. Put a even though spin Irving on. Berlin wrote he most did, of that he stuff, he did, which is interesting. Isn't that so weird? It is I weird. Know that's so weird. Um, so okay, that's your opinion. That's well, good. he did it for commercial reasons. It had nothing to do. With of course, religion. financial reasons too. Right. How about this, everybody? Going to a pancake house for dinner. Mm. Kosher or not so kosher? Absolutely kosher. Kosher. And why? No explanation needed. You're supposed yeah. to have breakfast for you're supposed to have breakfast for dinner. That's better what, calories. That's one of my way. favorite terms. I say it all yeah. the time. Let's have breakfast for dinner. Make yeah. up some pancakes, eggs. I love breakfast for dinner. So Did I your say, mom used to do that for you? That was the easy way out. The no, significant when you were the too lazy to make dinner. person in my life wants eggs and breakfast material for every meal of the day. So I'm on that. I'm on board with that. Kosher. <laughs> How do you think McDonald's is going to do with them launching breakfast all day, any time of the day? Well, A, um, did you see what happened with McDonald's stock today? Um, they announced record earnings before the all-day breakfast came out. And, Why? however, they have a limited breakfast menu all day. So until they expand it and make more options available, I think they'll do fine. But I think they're actually doing that to stage their growth. I think it's the, the it was, new CEO of McDonald's is very smart. He's very moving strategic. things out slowly. Now, what's odd about all this is they have breakfast all day, but McDonald's that is known for hamburgers doesn't serve hamburgers till 11 o'clock in the morning. Right. So if you go in at you know 9 a.m. or 7 a.m. when you're just coming in from the bar and you want a burger, you're not getting it. But it, that's almost like the Laszlo letters. Anybody remember the Laszlo letters? Can't say Laszlo letters. It was a whole <laughs> li list of silly letters written to people. So Laszlo Toth, the we'll explain after the show what the name came from. Laszlo Toth wrote these letters to people. He wrote a letter to the CEO of McDonald's. He says, hey, I got an egg McMuffin. Great concept when they first came out. It's that old. Um, what's with the jelly? And the jelly was... You know, some people like to eat half the English moment. He goes, okay, I went in at lunch. I asked for jelly with my burger. They wouldn't give it to me. What the fuck is with you guys? <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's I actually, there's a new trend out there. Try it out. An egg McMuffin with a cheeseburger patty. So get a cheeseburger and an egg McMuffin and take the cheeseburger patty and put it in the egg McMuffin. It's spectacular. Not so kosher. Um, ladies, I do not put that in my body. Oh, None of that. I'm a young male. <laughs> you that's can. cheap and, yeah. All right, finally. The last one for kosher or not so kosher is regifting. Regifting, kosher or not so kosher? Not kosher. And why? Do we really want to go there? Nope. Becca, next. <laughs> kosher, kosher or not so kosher? Regifting. Have you ever regifted? I know everybody at some point has done that. If it's something somebody really wants, then doing it is in good faith. So sentimental value has something to do with it, right? Mm -hmm. I used to do it um, all the time. I would think time. so. I did it all the time because my kids would get these gifts that they got four of them mm -hmm. and no receipt. And how many birthdays are we going to every freaking week? Mm -hmm. And I would re-gift them. There's nothing wrong with that. Actually, mm -hmm. when our kids were young, every Kosher. Hanukkah, we would make them take one of their gifts they received at least and give it to a homeless shelter. That's awesome. That's a good move. Yep. And my daughter, when she was like two and three, would get really serious about it because I would make up some story about this family in my office that can't afford Christmas gifts and Hanukkah's early. And she'd like pick out a bunch of stuff and say, Daddy, I have to go with you to give this to that poor family. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah, I go with kosher. I go okay. kosher. kosher. I do it for fun with my mom and my dad. We do a white elephant gift, and we just take the same gift and re-gift it as a joke to each other. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the, our fun. That's a good part. That's you know, a good way to do it. That's, that's the, fun. Yeah. How about this? Because you have, well, you'll just tell me, taking your kids to the Holly Dazzle Parade. That's a kosher thing totally because it's free. <laughs> it was free. <laughs> Even with the we theme do being it. Even though you'd freeze Christmas. your ass off yeah. most of the time, and your kids would be, like, tired because it's really late. Yeah. 
it still was free, so it's kosher. We did the whole Skyway thing because it was too fucking cold. That was smart. Yeah, we were told totally We did that once, but our kids were, our kids, my kids were in the Holodazzle a couple they of times. They were in it. So, yeah. Cool. The Twin Cities Jewish Children's Choir used to do a bit there. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Maybe they'll come on and do a number. <laughs> oh, Hanukkah, oh, Hanukkah, come the menorah. Finally, spit screens for your microphones before you do that one. I got one more for you guys. Dipping a White Castle burger into your... White Castle chocolate shake kosher or not uh, kosher? White, wow. uh, the minute you said White Castle, it's not kosher. True that. True yeah, that. not kosher. Not so kosher. Not even yeah. not kosher, yeah. but like really? When and was then the last I'm sorry, time you actually ate White Castle? Aren't you mixing milk and meat together? <laughs> no, there's no <laughs> meat in those burgers. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is 100. Oh, Wait, you said the guy from KFC? Of yeah. course. Of course, sorry, there's I just no meat in there. That I worked there when I was 16 years old, Did and it was you? the most awkward job I've ever had Aww. because I would literally have people coming in. And I would hide from embarrassment because I would Aww. have onion. Okay, it's a whatever. It was a great job. I should, I should tell you where I worked when I was 16 years old in a in a seafood place that made steamed crabs and steamed shrimp in a very oh, inner city neighborhood that closed because of a series of gunfire um, incidents Ooh. late at night at three in the morning. Ouch! Jeez, I'm gonna have to say with the White Castle, I have had it a couple times. I don't mind it, not my favorite, but maybe kosher. Maybe not, probably not so kosher, but I'm going to tell you what is kosher. The chicken bowl from KFC. Love the chicken bowl. It is the best thing I have ever... I mean, when I'm looking for something just to mix it all together, the cheese, mashed potatoes, gravy, love it. Corn, love the KFC chicken bowl. Love it. That is my dirty... That's my dirty, dirty, dirty secret, and I love it. That's really funny. I don't know if it's dirty. It's not a secret anymore, Grant. I know, right? But have you you, you had the chicken bowl, Bobby? (laughs) For sure. Oh, I love the chicken. Kidding me? I, sorry, I've here? never, love I've never gone in there. I'm so sorry. Um, how did we meet? How did? Didn't oh. you pick me up at a KFC one place? Ooh. No, I didn't. Did I? That I can't was how even we remember. Met. Busted. Oh, look, Man, Big I Daddy's thought it was. Calling. I thought it was on that Big Daddy hotline. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was at the cock barn. Oh, check. Wasn't it? <laughs> check. So. Bobby, did you <laughs> love that? Did you tell us if it was kosher or not kosher? Um, I would say definitely not so kosher. Okay, for sure. All right, but what a great round! Yeah, seriously. it was fabulous. Good I hand. I want to just tell you a little bit about what's up for next week. We got um, you got to listen in. We've got Sadie Schnitz and Giggles tell us, telling us a little bit about the cheapest way to go on a date by herself. Okay, it's gonna be fabulous. She's gonna tell us all about it in the Twin Cities. Email us, bexyandbobby at gmail.com. Text us whenever you feel like you need to, 651-398-7778. Check out notsokosher.net, aliveandsocial.com. Facebook, check us all out on Facebook, Twitter. We're all there, Instagram. Perfect. Thank you, everybody. Just want to say a quick shout-out to my cousin, Patty, who celebrates a birthday today, as well as my favorite little ninja, who has a birthday on Sunday. That's our show, everybody. We sure hope you enjoyed yourselves as much as we had doing it. Huge thank you to Mr. Drad Bolson. We actually would love to have you on again and again and again. You're awesome, my friend. Thank you so much. Anyway, so come back next week. We'll be here. So for my two live Jew crew, Bexy and Grant, I'm Bobby wishing you a pleasant night. Lila Tove, everybody. I'll miss you, Chris. He might be daddy.